Hello, and welcome to the Fantasy National Golf Club. This is Nice Shot Pods, featuring Tractor, the Rhino, the Moose, and Paw. Hey guys, welcome to this week's edition of Nice Shot Pods, brought to you by FantasyNational.com. FantasyNational.com backslash pods. Save 20% on your subscription. Paul here hosting this week. Uh, Tractor had better things to do. You know, only the biggest major win maybe of all time with Phil last week. But uh, so we might touch on that a little bit. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah. let's talk about it. <laughs> let's like, let's Tractor, dig in and start like there and kind of just keep going. Let's go straight to the Charles Schwab. <laughs> okay. Tractor or Phil? Like, that's what I was trying to figure out. Do we need to, like, all we know is I need to bail tonight, period. Sorry. No period. <laughs> right. He gave us about six minutes advanced warning, which is, uh, yeah, and it, it didn't really maybe, say what was going on. So hopefully. Maybe it was due to beating his last three weeks and 43K. It's been beat zero people, one person, and now two people this last week. <laughs> people that have submitted lineups. <sighs> Yikes. But yeah, Phil, uh, pretty crazy. I mean, we kind of joked about it last week a little bit. I made the comment to Rhino because Rhino yeah. had been on Phil for a couple weeks in 43K. And Rhino, I gave I gave you a chance. And you said, I do not like Phil this week. Yep. Yeah. I, I thought the golf course is going to be not necessarily too long for him, just too peen off the tee. And with, with like a little bit of wind anticipated, I figured that he was going to yeah. be three from the tee more times than that. But I, I, I didn't get to watch a whole ton of it other than just like highlights on Thursday and Friday. But I hunkered down hard on on. Most of Saturday, probably the back nine, and then I watched like as much as I possibly could yesterday. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I watched. I mean, that was a point yeah. in television. I was watching a little bit while I was working Thursday, Friday, but I did catch like they showed Phil's first hole of the tournament, and it was just a disaster. Like he hit it almost in the hay or desert or sorry, like sand area on the one dunes, like yeah. way left. Then he airmailed the second shot into like waste area. You know, it looked like he was going to make. He made bogey still, but I was watching this first hole and like. Okay, why are they even showing this guy? And even after Thursday, it's like, okay, he shot a couple under, good for him. This is not going to last. And then he just stayed there all week. It was crazy. Well, and even so, yesterday, like, he was, you know, kind of sloppy out of the gates. And oh, I think like, everybody we'll kind of just assumed, we'll, like, Brooks was going to. Yeah, let's get into Sunday in a second. So let me tell you guys about, so Friday, it must have been around, like, 11, maybe, like, noonish our time here. But he's in at five under, and I'm like checking Bovada. Like the next two scores, like were Hovland was at three under, and Brooks was at three under before they teed off, though. Before they teed off, mm-hmm. and like you're getting, it was like plus five hundred for Hovland and like plus six fifty for Brooks, and then plus plus a thousand on Phil. So I'm sitting there going, well, I mean, I don't even know that there's going to be because. Everybody that was at three hadn't even teed off yet. And I'm thinking that, like, nobody's even going to get, like, because the wind was picking up. Yeah. I didn't think it was even going to be getting close. I didn't put any on Phil to be the outright leader because it was, like, minus 170. just wasn't worth it, especially, you know, getting him at the plus 1,000 for the overall. It didn't really matter about the single day. But, yeah, so I got on that and shit. Like, it got tied up, but I, I made some hay this week. That was pretty sweet. That was one of my first hits on playing the outrights. <sighs> I yeah. like. I also crushed my head to heads too. I don't remember who they were, but my my uh, illegal offshore betting account is flush right now. There you so, go. I don't know if you, you might want to edit out. that one out. That's all right. Yeah, <laughs> nobody listens. We had, we had four reviews. We did have four reviews. Oh, so what should we do? So should we do like a drawing for two of them? No, let's put it in Tractor's plate. Like he can figure this out. <laughs> he can make okay. the decision. He we can got four. I saw three. Got, Maybe it was only three. I think it was three. I think it's three because one it's three. Was the other one was from a couple weeks ago. So yeah, yeah. We already gave him. Well, I need to ship him a shirt. But we got. Well, Lloyd was one of them, and then we got Gracie Goldfish and Enmay sixty one sixteen. If anybody, D, if any of those three people DM me with their address, I will shoot them a hoodie. So done. I actually uh, now have supplies to ship these easily. It's only taken like seven attempts, but I think I got it now. I've been trying to do the – nobody cares about my FedEx issues. Let's talk about <laughs> Phil. Yeah. So, I, I think it's in, interesting debate. I've kind of warmed to your side of it yesterday, like kind of what we discussed a little bit on our group chat yesterday, Rhino, as far as like the Tiger yeah, let's 2019 set that up. versus Phil this year. I think 
The tiger one for me, it was, I think it meant more just because I think tiger is kind of the goat. You know, he's a yes, yeah. historically like better than Phil. And I think everybody was just itching for, you know, tiger can't end his career. Can he on not winning right. a major since, you know, he was 35 years old in 2008 you know, or whatever tour, it was, but. But he won the tour championship like the, yes, in 18, yes. you know, so you kind of got that tickle yeah. and then like everybody going down 18, like you get that, you get that feeling, that sensational, yep. that vibe, like he's back. This is so great. Yep. Whereas Phil was out of fucking right. nowhere. Yep. Yeah. That's the biggest. Yeah. I mean, Tigers, like I said, it was just different. Like it, I think everybody wanted that major and I think everybody, Phil would never want a major again. They would have been like, you know, I'm fine with that. Where I think Tiger was everybody just wanted him to get one more at some point or right. whatever. Well, I mean, he, I, yeah. I vividly remember the 13 open when Phil won it. At yeah, that was like, kind of like icing on the cake. Exactly. Yeah. I remember posting – I was it was like pre-rounded Hazeltine maybe and like watching it at the bar. I'm like, wow, this is – I can't. and he played such a fantastic yep. final round. And I was like, yeah, he. this is the yeah. one that I never thought he could possibly win. Yeah. And, that, and, uh, yeah. and, he, and he got it done. And then – and I also kind of forgot like as they were going kind of through the, the lineage of Phil and his major disasters and, and triumphs, but – how close he was and how amazing. Was it the 16 open at Troon against Stenson? Yeah, yep. Like mm-hmm. how good of a final round that was. Right. Because that yeah, was took, truly like a two-round. It took the round three. of Stenson's life to, to hold right. him off. Right. And like – because wasn't like third place like eight shots back of Phil or something like that? It was – Yeah, I mean I think the final round three. Stenson shot 63 or 64 or something like yeah. that. It was in- Yeah, and Phil was only like one or two back of that. I mean it was bird yeah. fest. But yeah, so he's been yeah. part of uh, some really, really fun ones. And then yeah. obviously yesterday was – But obviously the age – you know, in comparison to Tiger, like, okay, Phil's 50, Tiger was, what, 42 or 43 yeah. when he won the yeah. 19. And then what got to me, too, is when um, another friend of ours posted, it's like, this golf course, like, if you put this on paper, okay, a 50-year-old, almost 51, on the longest course in major history, major championship history. You At throw in, sea level. You throw in wind and just yeah. the crap everywhere and the type of game Phil plays, like, there's not a chance in hell, like... Any statistic or model could tell you that Phil should have played well this week. Right. And not to or, mention, it's, well, it's not Augusta. It's not a yeah. course yeah, that play. That's just I don't like think anybody would have been shocked if Phil – I mean, you'd be shocked, but nowhere near this extent if Phil won a Masters right. at right. age 50. Even Bowen said that. He's like, I always thought Phil could win a major in his 50s, but I figured it would be the Masters. Right. right. Holy shit. So, you guys were talking about before, uh, 2016 Open Championship. The next close, so Phil was minus seventeen. Stenson was, like, was minus twenty. I know who it was. JB Holmes, maybe. No, 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 no. minus. Yeah, it was. It was, was it? Holmes at minus was, six. How Tung Lee? I thought was up there. He might have been fourth. <sighs> no, How Tung Lee. I don't know, Paul Manek, what you're smoking on this one. He's I thought even, that's the Phil. How Tung almost won a major. I thought it was a U.S. Open. It might have no, been maybe it wasn't open. He posted and was like clubhouse leader with. Yeah, but not this year, anyways. <laughs> uh, I can find out when that was, but uh, but no, JB was the next closest. Uh, Eleven strokes back, he was at minus wow. six. Yeah. So minus six, minus seventeen, and minus twenty. And uh, yeah, Stenson had to shoot a sixty-three to best Phil's sixty-five. So so he was up one starting the day, and he beat Phil by two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in, yeah, exactly. Trune is not the easiest yeah. golf course either. But I don't know about you guys, but I was sitting there watching it. Even my wife was like, she's, you know, she's a casual golf fan, so she knows what's going on. But even she, we get to like 14, 15, she's like, I don't know why, but I am super nervous right now. And I kind of was too. It's like, when is Phil going to do something, something Phil. Phil? Right. Like even when on, he, I mean, when, when he, he got long on 17, 13, yeah. I mean, I, it just out of the gates, I mean, started like, you know, he, he hits uh, an OKT shot. Brooks was really going to that. Was it a three or a four iron? But I mean, he was smoking that thing the whole front nine. But you know, he gets up and then Phil hits kind of a questionable wedge to the front, and, and he gets kind of a, a lucky hop up to like fifty feet, and then he three wiggles, and then Brooks buries it, and it's like boom, boom, and then that just kept happening. Yeah, it was like three or four holes after a hole. Nine, it was a two shot swing or something. Yeah, it, was it was a three shot swing. Three shot swing second hole, and you're like, yeah. okay, what is going on? So I kind of figured that those two were just going to go like so head to head, and it was going to be such an emotional drain yeah. that we'd get to the back nine and then Louie would just kind of like put it together and do what he does and yeah. you know win by one or two but Louie almost did yeah after 13 you know, he almost he, made eagle on how many edges did Louie burn like on the back it was like every hole yeah but yeah and even like when Phil hit it long on 17 it was just that was, head, like, it was like I was like okay Phil's gonna catch this like it's just gonna come out hot with top spin and go into the low underwater like, it was <laughs> 
Well, or he he also grabbed a 62, and I'm like, oh, he could shuck this and just slide right underneath. <laughs> yeah. He played it. I mean, I was, he did what I was hoping you do, but it's you still are at the mercy of how does that thing come out of there? Like, right. What if, it, what if it barely moved? Or, like I said, what if it comes out knuckling with topspin and you can't you know keep it on the green? But Well, it looks like from that position, though, he only needed to get it moving like six inches. Yeah. yeah. To trickle yeah. down. Kind of yeah. Little yeah. At least get around the green yeah. where he'd still be on like four. Well, like it a little was bit harder. There. I think I think if he had. just got it out of the long grass, it was going right. to be on the green at some yeah. point. Yeah, but yeah, it was. Yeah, it was yeah, fun like to watch said, too. Like the, how the course, like the wind direction changed. Like how those beginning and ending holes played right early in the week versus more or less Sunday. Yeah, like it would have been even like when Phil kind of turned downwind with a two or three shot lead. It was pretty confident at that point. But if it had been you know coming back into the fan, that's a different story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, eighteen was a freaking bloodbath. Thursday through Saturday. Right. Like, imagine how boring that tournament would have been if every shot Phil hit, Brooks hit, and every shot Brooks hit, Phil hit. Like, you know what I mean? It had just been Brooks winning by a couple, and like, just the whole thing. It's just like it, you know, but it wasn't. It was so exciting because you just knew, like, that's something to be said about the setup, you know, yesterday too, is like, it wasn't total carnage. Like you could get your way around well, there, like that was the thing. free. The guys, was a guys early were shooting. Waiting. Abe answer Every- played unbelievable. Paul, your guy, Abe. Yeah. I mean, went he must have vaulted up thirty spots, right? Yeah, well, I think like, the wind did pick up because I was actually golfing, and I like okay. I, so I was you know probably like eleven a.m. or something. I pulled my phone out to check the guys who had played early, and like damn near everybody on the course was under par to start. Yeah. The day. Well, I, I think, think that helps no, when you get like yeah. you know three was drivable, yeah. two was very gettable. I mean, like the first four four holes were you kind of had to be one or two under, and it looked like most of the guys were. But yeah, unless it, you were the leaders. And then in the afternoon, yeah, there was a lot of four over, five over, six overs. No, we shooting ninety, but yeah, it it showed well too. I mean, I yeah. think that was that was the other part of it that we were talking about this in relation to nineteen Tiger at the Masters is you know this is a different golf course. I mean, you had A-plus weather every single day. Maybe you had a little bit of wind. It's a pretty optically cool golf course, I would say. Didn't you guys think? Didn't you think Kiowa looked – Yeah. Yeah, I wish there was a little bit more elevation change. Like, everything was always very flat. Like, you never – Well, that's kind of that part of the country, though. Well, right. No, absolutely, absolutely. But, I mean, I just meant for, like, seeing on TV, too. Like, sure. Like, they'd have that camera behind the player, and it just looks like they're hitting at a bunch of weeds, and you'd see some water, and it's like – You'd see a ball going like directly over the water, like oh no, that's screwed. And it's like oh, that water only went like 120. You know, it's just it yeah. was real hard to tell. Also, but no, it, not that it looked like junk, but the highlight like of finding the yeah, go for it, Paul. The highlight of the week was freaking watching live from, and they were talking about like Pete Dye and how he came up with this course and whatever. Like oh, and he one of the most brilliant things he did was he raised the fairways six feet. Like, he used a bunch of dirt that they used to dig yeah. out some of the ponds and stuff. Like, because that gave everybody, that gave a better view of the ocean, which, okay, that makes a ton of sense. But then they add in there that, oh, and by elevating those fairways six feet, it made the course play way windier. Like, how is six feet <laughs> make a that big a difference with wind? It was just like the dumbest <laughs> take I've ever heard. But it, Well, that's live from now. They're missing Navlo. Yeah. I mean, I thought yeah, for sure. Randall and... <laughs> Leonard are doing just fine, but I they like need both some those of guys. But they don't. Yeah, like I think nobody challenges Brandel on some of his stuff, right? Well, and which even if they're Leonard's wrong, a little Pollyanna for the right. Most that's part what I'm too, saying. Right? I mean, like he's he's kind of yeah. glasses half full, and Shambly, who knows? Yeah, what you're going to get with that guy, but but I don't know. It's it's crazy to watch. Like I saw a picture today too of like Phil's backswing from like the mid 2000s versus yesterday, and it's still the same. Like to sure. keep that super flexible. Yeah, and he's kind of alluded to it he's like yeah it's taken a lot of hard work and sacrifice to keep my you know keep my game you know competitive so when we had the kpmg out at hazel team they did that uh that they did an event out at target field where they were gonna like recreate a couple home runs it was him and uh paul do you remember you were there with me stacy right? lewis yeah Stacey i wasn't lewis. there but i yeah <laughs> so kpmg sponsors but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. stacy lewis and he's there and so they're just hitting home runs so Probably just like a wedge to possibly a nine iron, you know, to hit it, you yep. know, 350, 400 feet. Uh, he sat in the dugout and stretched for 15 minutes to just go out there and hit a couple wedges. Like he, like literally like 15 yeah. minutes of straight stretching. 
Like it was a it was a routine. Like that's yeah. Well, even you know when Tiger won the Masters in 2019, it was like he was teeing off at 8 a.m. or something Sunday because they moved tee times up. Right, right. And they're like, "What's your plan for tomorrow?" He's like, "Yep, I'll be up at 3:30 to start." You know, my process of you know stretching and this and that. And but I mean, as you get older, I mean, even you know, we're all damn near 40. You know, Moose, you are 40. Yes, <laughs> you're turning 40. I got about a month. Yeah, but oh. we saw. I mean, it's stream song. You play 36 holes, and it's like. It's like okay. I don't oh yeah, to like do shut anything it down. for a week, you know. Now, granted, you have a dozen nooners out there. <laughs> well, <laughs> right, really help your game. Yeah, we're, that was we're drinking nooners, not coffee for well. Right, whatever. So you were talking about sacrifice. Um, did you? They they had kind of a secondary question. I don't know if you saw Paul, but they're like, so when you say sacrifice, like, well, what what kinds of things oh, yeah, are yeah. you? Oh, and he's like, well, I'm fasting he two days he, a week. I thought he said he fasts one day a week. So it's like for 36, 36 hours. hours. Yep. Yeah. To reset his body, basically, yeah. is what he... To help with inflammation. Because he has, like, bad... What what kind of arthritis is Psoriatic. So that was, like, gonna... That's I remember that came out, like, around the 2009 PGA, 2010, somewhere sure. in that range. He only has a and like years left. Like, doctors were basically like, yeah, that's like a... You know, for a golfer, that's like a death sentence. Like, sure. you get psoriatic, psoriatic arthritis. And, but I think that's kind of the start of when he had to change, like... I know there's certain ways you can balance it with what sure. you eat and different things. So I think that's a big part of why. But he's like, yeah, I basically, you know, stopped it or, you know, stopped its course, but kind of the changes I've made with what I eat and sure. different things. So uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Speaking if of can. press. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, speaking of the press conference, they were asking like what specific things, you know, you talk about like what helped you believe or like what made you finally have the, you know, the big change. He's like, well, I don't want to get into spiritual stuff. And I'm like, the crystals! Talk about the crystals, Phil! <laughs> <laughs> but no, we didn't get any. I, I wanted to hear what that was. Like, what what, what crazy shit is he doing spiritually? It's a he's good like, it's, it's, he just knew it was weird, so he didn't even want to talk about it. It's like, you know, you get Zach Johnson up there, he'll, like, tell you all about Jesus. But, like, you knew that Phil was, like, dealing with some really bizarre shit. He's just like, you know what? If I told you, it'd probably yeah. ruin your day. Well, I think if we should get we could get the Baldino on some week. who's on the Corn Ferry Tour. He could tell you this. He played a money game with Phil once. Oh, yeah. And they're having lunch after and filling in this whole thing about how he knows when he's going to play good based on like his birthday and the like Earth's rotation in relation to the sun, like fills into that kind of like well, he, that kind I of mean, stuff. I mean, he's got like roots in Arizona, right? Yeah. And California. Where in California is it? LA or is it San Diego? <laughs> San, Diego. San, Diego. San Diego. Did he move to he's Florida yet or no? What was that? Did he move to Florida yet? I thought he moved to Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, he was at Greyhawk, was like. Phil's Pub or whatever that is. Like yeah, he, Phil's Grill. He yep. was a staple of the yep. Scottsdale area, but then moved to, I think, to raise his kids basically in San Diego. Yeah. And I think his family's back there. Yeah. Well, just saying they like the crystals down there in Arizona. <laughs> Rhino, I got to tell this story too. Remember, because um, you mentioned Zach Johnson and spirituality. Mm-hmm. So do you remember in 09 when, I think it was Chuck was his name, was our bar, one of the bar managers? Yeah. During the 09 PGA, I can't yeah. remember who one of Zach's sponsors was at the time. It was some tax accounting company or some conservative deal. So they had, like, in the old clubhouse, a room rented out for the week. And so the bar manager went up there to, like, go check to make sure they had all the food they needed and all this stuff. And all of a sudden, like, Zach was actually up there. And this Chuck walks in there to make sure everything's okay. And they, like, close the doors. He walks in and somebody's like, hey, give me your hand. He's like, okay. And they like went into like full prayer for like a half hour. A half an hour? It was something like ridiculous. Like it was a while. You don't remember this? Hearing the story from Murph? So meanwhile, the bartender's like just stuck there and he's like, I So yeah, so he gets back down and the like the the general manager's like, hey, where the hell have you been? Like he's like, I was praying. Like he's like, I couldn't leave. Yeah, you got stuck in the room, and they were, like started praying and stuff, so he couldn't like couldn't just walk out. And I'm sorry, how many people were in the room? I don't know. It was probably fifty to hundred people. I'm guessing. Okay, or something. okay. I can't remember the name of the if it was still a sponsor that Zach has now or or what. But God bless. Uh, the, uh, the other great thing from the presser yesterday was uh, when he was talking about how he cracked his one iron. Yeah, yeah, like 15 guys, minutes yeah. before he teed off. Yeah, he's like, well, you know, when I swing it as hard as I do, you're going to expect the thing to crack. Well, that that's – he also was saying, you know, like when you swing it as hard, but also, I mean, they're, they're trying to test the, 
the limits, right? I mean, they want right. the thing like right at the edge. So the face is going to be probably a little bit thinner than the stock shit we're buying off the shelf or even custom ordering. So it's, oh, yeah. so he, I mean, he basically was saying, you know, if you don't crack drivers or, for three well, I think like, he was he was being facetious when he said that you know when you swing because he said I was just kidding right afterwards. Oh God, okay. Like he was just like kind of joking, like you know when you swing as hard as I do, you expect to crack the face every couple of times. But then he did also mention the thin face thing too. But. Yeah, later in the yeah, My, you know I think one of the other things that was really the cherry on top of the Sunday was like th- this really started to feel like the return to normalcy for a sporting event. Oh, like with, with the crowds and with the. I mean, how everybody was obviously on Phil. Not really anti Brooks. I mean, I think I think there's Brooks a handful. Would have been a great story too, you know. Yeah. Just- there's a handful of people that still like Brooks, and they were there. I mean, I'd say ninety percent were on Phil, but God, Paul, it was cool. Did, Paul, did you say that you saw the Brooks press conference? Yeah, I mean, whatever they showed on live from. Yeah. Oh, he was. As He's bitchy turning as into gets. yeah. Like, I missed it. I want to. I want to go see that. Like, it was it just like the worst. Like, I think Moose. Like, Moose. You know, I, I'm surprised that he's not your guy because you like kind of the contrarian take. You like the villains in golf. You kind of like DeChambeau. Like you like Reed. So I you're like, gonna. I like Brooks. I'm not a huge DeChambeau guy. I like okay. Brooks, but I love Reed. Brooks like doesn't bother me, but like ugh, you know, like I heard an interview with him like post round on Saturday. And it was like, oh, do you, do you like where you're sitting? And he's like, well, what? Am I one back? Yeah, I feel pretty good. Like, what a dumb question. You know, right. sort of thing. Right. Like, you know, it was a dumb question. But, you know, these guys have to do it. You know, and it was like every single thing that they asked him, it was just like the the yeah. dumbest reply ever. Right. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe I have to do this. Like, fuck you, Brooks. Just answer a couple questions. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. And so, like, I just so wanted Balionis to run up and talk to him like, Right after holding out, just to see the response, but... Yeah, because you, you remember the Masters after he missed the cut? They were like, oh, you know, after working this hard, coming off knee surgery to miss the cut, like, you know, how does it feel? It's, I mean, it's a dumb question, but every every question's kind of dumb. Like, they're just right, doing their job. Right. You, you know what he's going to say. It's pretty loaded, sure. And he's like, how the fuck do you think I feel? I missed the cut. And it's like, well, dude, we got it. You know, it's... <laughs> yeah, he... Like I said, I... He's the for a Ryder Cup and that he's the type that's the type of personality I think you kind of need. But yeah, I don't know what his. But who's he going to pair with? You know, I mean, like not Bryson. He was <laughs> right, yeah, right. Too. Maybe DJ. Yeah. So and, and the other thing in the presser too is like for a guy who you know just yearns to be an athlete and loves the concept of contact sports, he sure as shit did not like the crowds encroaching on his knee. Oh, right. Bob Kepka. I mean, that was pretty. I mean. They lost control, but yeah, they. Big, it, I then he's basically they're like, did so they really try? Yeah. Well, they kind of said like, so somebody like was kicking you on purpose. He's like, well, I, I'm not saying that. I don't want to say that, but I mean, so, something was going on, and it's just like, I'm guessing somebody wasn't hitting you on purpose. Like, <laughs> it was bitter. It was bitter out there. Just some guy who's twelve sixteen dollar Michelob Ultras deep probably just wobbled oh. into you. Oh, did we ever figure out if Fitz was up by the green, by the way, at all? He was, like, on 16, wasn't he? Oh, I'm but he didn't, sh- like, yeah. storm the... Towards the end of the... I'm not sure. Like, how bad would... How bad would that have sucked if there weren't fans for that? Like... Oh, I know. And you know what, though? Like, how good for the PGA Championship, too, though? Like, starting yeah. to move to May, they have this huge thing. I think that this really helped put it back on the map a lot. Yeah. So, I saw on the app, like, you can scroll down... And then it showed like future sites. So it's Southern Hills next year. That'll be great. Um, it won't be 150 degrees. So right, <clears throat> gotta yeah. remember when Tiger won there. Didn't he just hit like six irons off the tee? He, yeah, he had a lot of irons. In, yeah, in um, and then so Southern Hills, and then Oak Hill, and then that's another good one. It's just yeah, I mean like that's kind of the, the take with May is you get away from the thunderstorms and you get some of these Southern courses that are kind of new, but it does hurt a place like Hazeltine. And, I mean, well, that being said, like, Oak Hills in – is that, like, Rochester? Yeah, that's New York. I mean, it's Beth Page two years not, ago. Remember, it was, like, pretty cold and they were, yeah. like – Yeah. I'd, I'd assume the, the grass is going to be okay, but the weather could be kind of shit. Yeah. But well, even they said, like, at the Beth Page one, because they had a lot of POA, they're like, yeah, if we'd had an icy winter, it would have been really dicey. Yeah. But – Yeah, the, I mean yeah, – I know there's – yeah, they're already speculating that, like – that's the only thing I – like, anytime there's a really good major – like, oh my oh, god! This getting the next when Ryder is Kiwa getting the Ryder Cup or yeah. the PGA? That needs to happen. It's like, 
would you have said that if it would have been a bad tournament? Or I mean, right. Well, that that's just saying twenty forty year anniversary of fifty year on the shore. Fifty, yeah. But I don't know, like for a Ryder Cup, like there's not that much room out there. It sounds like it's really hard to get to, too. Yeah, but I mean, just the overhead shots. It's kind of like a a whistling where it's like just basically eighteen holes with nine. You know, they're all parallel to each other, two holes wide. Right. But whatever works. I am very excited for Ryder Cup. However, after watching, I mean, you could put a Ryder Cup, you know, at you know. Meadowbrook, and it'd be great, but... Yes. Well, no, apologies to Meadowbrook. <laughs> yeah. All those in the... Uh, is that St. Louis Park? I don't know. I think it Apparently, is. it butts up against Interlock, and yeah. I went over there and putted the other day, because I was at Home Depot, and I had like a half hour to kill before playing in a tournament, and it did not prepare me, nor has it ever, but it's like eight minutes from my house. I do like Meadowbrook. It's a it, fun course to play. If I've only played it one time. By my office. Yeah, They've got oh. a... Uh, they, get, they always have, like, a food truck. Oh, really? Like, so, yeah, so it's, like, a food truck up there, like, grilling brats and stuff and barbecue on Saturdays. And, yeah, you can dick around in flip-flops and nobody's going to hassle you. But, anyway, I don't think it'd be a great rider companion. <laughs> you know what I mean, really, though. Like, not, yeah, I know. Right, I know yes. what you're saying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meadowbrook slash pods. Yeah, so hopefully the U.S. Open can, can get it right. You know, I think they'll get it right this year. I think Tori's going to be a good... Yeah, they know what they're getting there. Yep. Oh, what do you guys think the scores would have been this week if USGA was setting it up? I don't. I don't think the greens ever like. I don't know. Like it Wednesday or excuse me, Friday was probably as hard as it got. Right. That was the statistically the the highest scoring day. Yeah, and I don't know there too. It's like it wasn't that hot and it's humid to some extent there. I'm guessing so it's not going to get crusty. They're not going to lose control of it. I don't think. And they had every it was tee six, pretty six much under one. So yeah, Phil finished six. Yeah, I don't know. I think too the USGA. Like even if they get it right, you just get. I think people go in with looking for something to complain about. Yeah, yeah. so it just becomes a thing, even when it shouldn't. Maybe. So who's got you know, one coverage? year? It's too hard, and then they overreact, and all of a sudden it's too easy, and they. Get, I don't know. They just get stuck. That's where I think the PGA's done it right, where they just kind of hey, like six to ten under. Right. They find a way to. I mean, it's like a very hard. Kerry Higgs knows what he's doing, where he can just tell. Like what? I mean, it seems like the PGA every year gets it. Where hey, if you play good, there's a good score out there. If you play bad, there's a really high one out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, we we would be we should talk about like the upcoming tournament because it's such a big deal. But we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the other major comeback that happened this week. Ricky Fowler. Yes. Oh my god. Yes, Ricky Fowler. Sorry, Paul. Yeah, Paul, come on. Rick, Why do you I do Ricky? like Ricky. Just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, so he finished – He did he bogey 18? Yes. Yeah, to, so go from like T4 to T8. Yeah. But still, top 10 in a major, that's that's big time. Was he in on an exemption or no? Yeah, so I didn't even know there, there was exemptions, but apparently he got one. And well, let me see here. Yeah, I don't know why he got one, but he did. Um, he smoked Spieth yesterday. Yeah. Oh, you know what it, it must have been is, well, Spieth had the, he kind of had Fowler's issue. His putter let him down, actually, of all things, yeah. earlier in the week, like on Thursday, Friday. <laughs> Apparently, that's what has held Fowler back this year. It's not his ball striking, it's his putting. Interesting. I, he, I know he was toying with a mallet for a little bit. Well, how about when uh, Phil just kind of all of a sudden switched over to the uh, pencil grip again on, was that 17? Yes. Yeah, do you see he tweeted a reply to somebody saying, like, yeah, the ball was kind of sitting down. So if he use the claw grip, it, like, pops it up quicker, vice versa, or something weird. So he's like, then I don't have to forward press as much. It was just a weird kind of yeah. fill response. but I think it was like the nerves were starting to get to him. And he's like, yeah. if I, if I flip what's this the hand, most comfortable. Yeah. and this is, like, the easiest way to knock it the, the – Yeah, I'm sure he didn't want to hit that 25-footer three-and-a-half feet by. Right. But that – you know, at that stage. Wasn't it just a five footer? I thought, or was it was it a longer putt? No, he, that, he that was on 17. He had like 20, 25 feet for par and he gassed it. Not, that was probably three, four feet. Okay, but he, but oh, okay. I thought it was just the five, the three or four footer that he did the pencil. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Just that. That's what I'm saying is that the, that three or four footer that the nerves were getting to him. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. He he didn't do it on the 20 footer on 18 though either, did he? No. No, it was so just that. that yeah. It was just that tester. Like, sure. He's just like, I'm taking everything out of this aside from the stroke. Yeah, so obviously kudos to Phil. That was pretty pretty sweet. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if he, you know, does he win again? Even he said, he's like, hey, this could be the last time I ever win. Or I could get on a yeah. get on a run. 
He's play, he's in the field this week. Surprisingly, he's the next two weeks, I think, or maybe so, it's just this week, and then yes, yeah, the, the Colonial this week, the Memorial next week, then I think Canadian Open, and then U.S. Open. Is the Cana- Canadian Open can't be happening? Is is that did they move that? Oh, to, they might have moved it. Yeah, the Canadian Open is now. Is that the played. one they moved to like a really cool course? This is really yeah. high high level golf expertise on this, but well, it's still the RBC it. Canadian Open on the PGA Tour website, but canceled. Con- Congarito. Yes, Congarito. Yes, is. that place is sweet. 1904, it says it was established? Yeah. It looks Where really, is really cool. Is it Florida? It's down in like the SEC territory, but the pictures I've seen like on Instagram and oh, online. Oh, it's South Carolina. Yeah, spectacular. 30 miles northwest of Hilton Head. And so he's not playing there, though. He's playing Memorial and, and this week? I think he's playing He's playing this week for sure, and then I think Memorial too. He should. Or maybe it was just this week. and then. Well, he, he seems like a guy that would play Memorial. Yeah. Well, Jack, I can't remember if he's playing media. the next two weeks or playing this week and then taking two weeks off for the U.S. Open. I, I think he's playing two weeks in a row, and then he should go play like a senior event. Go win that. Just keep on winning. Get I just know it's like everybody's going to be all pumped for Phil at the U.S. Open. He's going to miss the cut by like ten shots. No, yeah. no, yeah. no, 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 no. He's going to get another to. second. No, I, I he's get another sense. second place. So he will have he will have six majors and he will have six second places at the U.S. Open. That's how it's going to happen. So yeah, he's got he's got two PGAs, two Opens, and two Masters. Is that no. correct? No, he has he has two PGAs, one Open, and three Masters. Yeah. Ah, okay. But anyways, and then he's got five seconds at the think, U.S. Open. I think that's right. Yeah. So yeah, so this will round it out as six, and you can go six and six. So we can you, combine you the would, six in for. But I was like, I will say, like, I was just anticipating. <coughs> we've had. I mean, the Tiger thing was kind of along this level, but. But remember, like, Greg Norman had a good chance to win a British yep. Open. He also had a good chance to win a couple Masters towards the end when he was kind of done. And then Watson. And, like, so there's, like, three or four of those were, you know, for me, that would have been awesome. Where it didn't quite I happen. think Watson would have been unlike anything. Yes. I mean, 59 is. Right. Let's just be honest here. 59 is a lot older than 50. Yeah. And, like, Tom Watson was an old 50. And not an old 59, but not exactly spry. Phil, Phil's. Yeah. Fit. Yeah. He's he's in better shape now than he was when he won his first major. Absolutely, he's way better shape than two thousand four or two thousand five, right? Yeah, two thousand four. Well, four was his first Masters. But yeah, yeah. Oh, hundred percent. And he so. he even said, "Yeah, Watson's shot. I mean, he hit the perfect shot. Yeah, just didn't, didn't hold. What a bummer. But yeah. I mean, but uh, you know, another another thing like Padre Harrington, I think was T four. Yeah, uh, Stu Sink played fantastic golf. Stricker, I think, was top thirty five. Yeah. Geet, I mean, for the longest course in PGA history, yeah. not to some of the old guys showed up. A lot of the old guys, and not like, to toot my own horn, and but two, of the, uh, two of the two of the two of the PGA professionals. Like one of the guys shot like sixty nine on Sunday, pretty good. Yeah, not to toot my own horn too, but last week I kind of touched on that. You know, none of the top guys were really playing that great coming in, and that kind of happened. Like DJ right. missed the cut, Thomas missed the cut, Shafa missed the cut, McElroy what T forty nine or something. Yeah. Um, trash. Sorry, Rom sorry, kind of, I Rom kind of, Are you recapping my one and done picks yeah. this year? <laughs> I mean, Rom kind of backdoor to top ten, but he was not in the mix at all. No, he he played great on Sunday. Um, you know, Spieth finished. I mean, he's kind of there, but not really. He he faded hard on on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, he started like Desha- it seemed like Deschambeau like the last twenty seven holes was completely. Yeah, don't forget, although he, he, he was last only four or five back. I think he was he, he was two hundred yeah. day and. So yeah, bogeyed one and then was never seen. Moose, you tweeted out that 28-minute video that he posted today. Bryson? Yes, yeah. I was just thinking about that. Did you did you watch it? I got about four minutes into it. It's like, this is literally fucking unwatchable. I watched the full 28 minutes. You did? Okay. So, did. Um, well, you know, the beginning is just about a rain delay and then him playing ping pong. And then he yeah. goes and, like, visits his new simulator. Is that his house that he's building? Or yeah, he's it? building a new house. Okay. So... So here's here's what I, here's my first of all my take. So again, Bryson put out a 28 minute video that was it's called a week on tour. It's all it was. But so first thought is is that I think that what this is is part of that like if you guys we don't we haven't 40, talked about forty this. million dollars yes to like forty million dollars social media yeah which is actually a really good idea if it's done right like like forty my million wife, dollars a lot. No, 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 no. That's not a good idea. The good idea is for Bryson to like come up with like a show 
that's like a week in the life of. You know what I mean? To like get that $40 million. If you think that like creating a 30 minute show each week could like bring in $8 million, I guarantee you that freaking video costs them about like all equipment included costs them maybe four grand. Sure. So it would be a pretty good investment. And then somebody's time. So let's, let's say that they even like the guy, whoever edited that, that's not their day job. So. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's not a whole lot of money. So, if they can get a couple million dollars by doing stuff like this. Like, my wife watches a lot of Real Housewives. And it would be cool if there was, like, a a show. Like, if this was done right, it could be really cool. Like, I think, I think this is just, like, a very, like, low-budget, proof-of-concept sort of thing. I couldn't tell immediately after watching this if I liked Bryson more or hated him more. Like, because at the end of the day, he's just a normal dude. Which was kind of like what was cool to watch. You know, like, uh, one of the segments in there is they just did a, you know how back in the day we used to do a putting contest at at Hazeltine where we'd go from the bar all the way down to the the simulator? Did you guys, uh, like Fisher Cup days, did you guys ever do that? No. Yeah, well, we've had it where, like, there's a putting contest where you got to see who can get up, you know, from the from the bar at Hazeltine all the way downstairs to the putting green and there was some hole down there, you know. Uh, they did that. They had... You know, it, it was just it was just interesting. It was like it could have been really good. He had a couple of his guys, like he has this entourage of guys that live with him. But I mean, how old's Bryson? Twenty two? Uh twenty four, maybe. Twenty four. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it's you know basically like a little bit older of a frat house. Like yeah, it's it's an entourage, but you know what? The dude's single. He's you know whatever. He's got a bunch of bros around. Like, they do these speed training things, and that, that was kind of cool to watch. Like, he had this buddy that was trying to get above 155 miles per hour swing speed on, or Jesus. ball speed. No, ball speed. Okay. Ball speed on his 8-iron. Okay. And, and he started at 47, and he's just like, you know, they just keep watching. Then Bryson's talking about how, like, it's super interesting that you do these speed training things, and... You can't necessarily repeat it. It, like, brings up your base, your bottom a little bit, but they haven't quite figured out. Like, you can, by doing the speed training, and I don't know what involves speed training because they didn't get into it, that, like, you can, like, drastically, like, improve and have your fastest swing speed ever. You're constantly hitting records. Oh, my God. In that video, he had a point in there where he hit 100. Bryson gets it to 150 miles per hour with, I want to say 208 mile per hour ball speed, 150 mile per hour swing speed. Swing speed, yeah. That was his personal best. But uh, I wish they'd have gotten a little bit more into that. I liked where he was going with it is basically my thing, but it was the quality needs to be upped. Like sure. it was a little bit of fun. Like it was like I don't know any of the other guys' names. They don't have like the confessional where they can just have somebody talking over what's going on, so you can kind of get a little bit of background. yeah, that'd be yeah. But if if it was done a little bit better, I'd probably watch it every time it got put out because it was entertaining. You know, it, it's kind of like a uh, it, it, it is fascinating. Exactly, I was just going to say it is fascinating <clears throat> that I mean, given all the different tours and just what a grind it is from the top to the bottom on every single one of those tours, uh, the Golf Channel hasn't even like tickled that <laughs> and tried that. Right. You know, I mean, like they've got the dead air. Like <laughs> they're no. <laughs> They, they were saved playing a lot of money this, this weekend. <clears throat> Did you guys see that they were playing soccer this weekend again on Golf you, Channel? Yeah, so there was there's some big golf or football or like not football uh, soccer tournament, European football tournament. Uh, and apparently, this happens once a year, and, and Twitter loves it because golfers get on and like, oh, why are they playing soccer on the Golf Channel? It's like if you're a golf fan, you're not watching Golf Channel today because it's all on ESPN. So. Or or CBS, but yeah, there was uh, like Manchester United or something <laughs> like that was was being aired on Golf Channel today. Anyways, so, so they have dead air. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be it doesn't have to quite be hard knocks, but it, you could almost. I mean, like inside the PGA Tour, they now have well, like what do they call it? Like the cut line or something? I don't know. But they've basically reinvigorated it. But it's not it's not what it wants. I mean, it's, it's always been kind of blah. This is here's what's coming up next week. Here's like a three minute little vignette with some tour player about what they eat for breakfast and what it is, what's it like on the road, kind of really boring stuff, but an in depth, like hour long look. Don't you think, Paul? Like Baldino? Like, I mean, like these guys that are just grinding it out, right. they've got a story to tell. And it's yeah. like, 
I mean, you just like look at a Monday qualifier. Shoot 65. Pack your shit. Right. You didn't make it. Like, I mean, like on to the next one. Well, I mean, that was that was kind of the one cool thing about it too is that like it's also really cool to go to the other side of it and see like a guy who's at the top of the game, Bryson. Not necessarily right. the top, but like the that week was the week of the Byron, and he like had to wake up at six o'clock in the morning to go finish his fourth round because he played like ass, and then you know it like dumped on you know. It, like, and he's, like, just draining. He's, like, pissed off. They didn't play well, you know, and that nothing went in. He's, like, I didn't, you know, just nothing fell. I didn't put bad, but I didn't put good either. And he just, it, like, drained him. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Like I said, I, I thought it was entertaining. I'd watch it again if they if they did it. Um, Like, he's such a frat bro that, like, like I said, like, I couldn't tell if I hated him more or, I like, like, you know, the fact that they're like having this speed contest and it's like just guys like flexing all the time, like and then there's like half of it. Bryson's like doesn't. But they're fifteen. I mean, they're fifteen years younger than us. I know I mean, exactly. Like, I, that's I, just it. That's just like it. it's what they dig is totally different than what we dig. And I mean, yeah, I, I I think Bryson when he gets to be a little bit older, he'll probably look back on it and yeah, a lot of a lot of what he was doing is bullshit because I think it is bullshit. I don't think he's half as smart as he thinks he is. This is a. Great segue, by the way. So into I, this week? No, so I we, said, well, yeah, we'll get into this. I, last thing before we get into next week. So yeah. I, I was just looking, somebody else posted this. I posted this to our pod thread. I'm going to play this because it's pretty funny. It's like the disdain Brooks has for Bryson is the best thing going these days. So, so to preface this, Brooks is doing an interview with Todd Lewis. And I think this is probably an interview. They must have just like excerpted and that's not played it, but someone got a hold of it. So Brooks is in the middle of talking and then like Bryson and his entourage go walking like right behind him. And he just like rolls his eyes, and yeah. So you'll hear the commentary. So let me goost this up, and God, you guys hear this. Yeah. You today, okay. Brooks. What were you able to do well and put up that nice? Just ball struck my way around this place. Uh, and putt well, but I don't think many guys are going to putt well with this wind. It's it's very tough. Um, I don't know what other guys have said, or I just felt it difficult to read. You know, sometimes. So here comes Bryson. Sometimes. Um, that's why I lost my train of thought. Yeah, hearing that bullshit. <laughs> Just Jesus Christ. He's like, yeah, fucking Christ. I can't concentrate with this bullshit. <laughs> I don't know what Bryson was talking or what they were talking about or whatever, but yeah, it's just like, bro, the, you have to watch the, yeah, I'll, the actual, I'll check there's that. an actual video watch, of it. Watch the full thing. Like, it, like I said, it, this wasn't I'm, Bryson's video, but it was. No, right. No. But what I'm seeing is that like, when I watched this, I saw how it could be really good. <laughs> like. But like it's it's really weird. So like they, they didn't pay for any uh like good music. You know, like so they just have like royalty free music kinda like baked in and all of a sudden it'll just go to like thirty seconds of like Bryson hitting shots like in the tournament with some shitty like Muzak going on in the background. But then it kicks back. Like I th- I don't know. I, I I enjoyed it. I wish it would I wish it was more like I know that there's a lot of guys that, like, travel together and room together, like, when they're on tour. Like, that would be an awesome show. <laughs> Can we you go know, back? Like, what, when was SBK? I was going to say that, yeah. Like, was that 2017? Uh, SBK 2017 or 18? Yeah, you're probably right. Now, that that would have been great television. Um, I mean, maybe so, not, but <laughs> well, just say it would have been more interesting than Bryson in a simulator in the rain. Well, but that, so, yeah, that's so just this, it too, though. Is it wasn't really ra- – it was still inter- interesting to watch. I just happened to have like a half hour where I could like go check it out, but I, I liked it. Man, I don't know. Listen, Snides, listen to that like little clip about Brooks. I, maybe I like him more than Bryson. I think I do. Bryson rubs me the wrong way. I, I hate know-it-alls. I lo- but I'm, Brooke, I'm, Brooks is shtick of like I don't fucking care about you. Yeah, he kind of like, plays the heel. He kind of has like a a WWE persona. Yeah, I think he even yeah, had like the what was with the goatee this week. I don't know, but I think Todd Lewis was even like, oh, we'll play that so, he's, so he doesn't see it or something. He's like, I don't fucking care. Basically, if he sees it, he already knows I hate him. Was kind of yeah. what he was alluding to. Like, <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, we have the, we get the Charles Schwab this week. Fuck the Schwab. Charles Schwab. Let's just keep talking about the good shit. Here. Annika's not in the field this week. <laughs> Who's not in the field? Annika Sorensen was not in the oh. field this week. This is where she she played. This was, like, this was the first event post COVID last year. Burger one, yeah, burger he one. Did. Classic course, old school, par seventy, oh, all strikers just, course. 
Yeah, but I think the horrible are, is it the horrible horseshoe? Horrible like horseshoe, three, four, like five? two through yeah, two, two four two, five three, maybe. Four. So we're already what fifty some minutes into this. So should we just roll straight into forty three k, or do we need to talk about the course more? I know there's only two par fives. Two par fives, uh, real quick. Um, two par fives. It's it's an old club, you know. Kind of is. Would you guys call this like you know target golf? No, nah, yeah, I think it's more classical. Yeah. Um, and wasn't Bryson just like flying dog legs last year? I think he played because, like I said, his first tournament, so everybody played last year. Yeah, sounds uh, right. But I so, think typically winning scores aren't that low. I can get you that in two seconds on Fantasy National. I know par pods has something to do with that. Well, yeah, I mean, you've got like some really hard holes and yeah. two par fives. But you do have some shorter holes. So, But I mean, the last three years, we got Berger, Nah, Rose have won. Kind of get a speed, a good success here. Was Rose top 10 last week, by the way? He might. He was. I think he was. Yeah, he I was, was. going to say, he, his game is starting to look normal, Justin Rose. Because he, I think, Switch manufacturers. He maybe he did that a long time ago, but I saw. I think I was watching. I thought ESPN Plus was actually fantastic. I did have that streaming a little bit on the week, like Thursday and Friday. I thought they did a fantastic job, and I think I did watch a little bit of like a, a Rose match, and his game looked good. Oh, and and as worried about my this, that not making me the, the public Cup. service announcement is anybody who did sign up for ESPN Plus cancel that weekend, soon. Go please. Cancel that right now. This is your reminder. Well, you have it for a month, so you might as well. Well, yeah. well you just but you can cancel it now, and you're still going to get it for the month. They don't like oh, kick you oh out. yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah, you can just go cancel it now and yeah, still just like, remember to cancel. Yeah, just like what's I mean, like also what's going to be on ESPN Plus in the next fucking twenty days? Basketball gonna, was the U.S. Open on ESPN Plus, yeah. or is that something else? I feel like the U.S. Open is typically ESPN. Uh, yeah, so it might. But you know what? I might just, get a two for one. Yeah, yeah, so cancel right now, and if you need to redo it, speaking as a guy who runs a monthly subscription <laughs> website, <laughs> cancel it now, come back when you need to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 43K, Tractor will have to do his lineup on his own, nobody wants to hear his crap. Sh- should we anyway. do it for him? No, we're not even, oh, we could we could like pick his team, but we're not going to remind him or anything. We're going to see if you we can get You sent the link out, this. so that's on him if he... I mean, he's not, he's a thousand points behind, so it's over yeah. with for him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Moose, you're back at about 7,000. Rhino, I'm up about 80, 7,711 to 7,659, so whatever. I had, another, I had another top 10. Yeah, you had a oh, fifth. I had a good, that was you were 22nd. Fifth. I was pretty happy. Yeah. yeah. So I only lost 30 some points to you, thankfully. Yeah, I thought, when I saw that, I thought Rhino might have taken the lead because you were, you, you were only down by 80 points or something, right? Now you're like down. 45 or 50? No, it was, I don't know, I think it was like a little, more, down. a little more than that. So right now it is, let's see, 7711.7 minus 7659. 52.45 points ahead. 55? So, uh, yes. Objects so really, it, yes is what you meant to say. Um, I didn't I didn't really have anything like tremendous. I think Tony Fino T8 was like my best. Yeah, so but, like the, but the deal was I had, I got all six guys through. Yeah, and I won snake draft too. I had five. Just through, getting all six guys through. I had some good, uh, pretty good finishes. I had answer T eight, Connors Hoffman T seventeen, Bazudenhut T thirty. He kind of fell apart, but yeah, Schwartz will miss the cut for me. That was the killer. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, this week two thirds of the time you got uh, the the cut line above uh, one over par. So. This does play a little bit tougher. So I'm up first. I was kind of pissed as I said, I'm not picking first for the rest of the year. But apparently I'm in. I built uh, my lineup today. And I absolutely hate it. I don't think this is going to be a good lineup. But this is a tough one because, like, it's really hard to go with, like, you know, as tractor like, oh, because he makes a lot of cuts. Nobody that you can really fit on your lineup here is making a lot of cuts. Did you guys pick guys that made a lot of cuts in your lineup? I actually didn't. No, yes, I, no I took a couple flyers because I'm feeling like I'm I'm riding high. Yeah, so I'm trying to just pull up uh, pull up a view here on Fantasy National so I can talk a little bit to this as I go through this because there was logic into why I'm taking these guys. But oh, the other thing I noticed today, looking at the course breakdown, was that a lot more shots are going to be coming from 125 mm-hmm. to 175 yards than on your typical course. So here, this week, going from the bottom up, and I'm going deep, 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 and 
it's not really paying off at the top. I don't love this lineup, if I've said that yet. <laughs> but uh, we're going Brian Gay at the bottom at 6,100. Um, he's really good in that 125 to 150 yard range. Um, he made the cut last week, but he DFL, I think, wasn't he? Yes, he was. He was. But, uh, but he did DFL. make the cut. <laughs> he made the cut. And then he's missed the cut in his prior four starts. He missed the cut here last year, but he was he has a T13 here in 2019. But he still somehow made it. He doesn't make a whole lot of – I don't know why, but Brian – this just seems like You don't a have Brian to explain Brian Gay. I, but, yeah, I get it. This is a Brian Gay kind of a golf course. Then we got – and if you're going to like Brian Gay, you're also going to like Mark Hubbard. Isn't that true? Like, it's kind of like – Peas in a pod. So Brian or Mark Hubbard is actually uh, top ten in proximity from 125 to 150. He, Hang on, didn't, didn't Gay win this year? Yeah, he won like the like the Bermuda Amex or, or whatever. No, he won like the Bermuda, one of those off events. Because didn't didn't we say he's he won five times? Yeah, it's like five or six times. He won the Bermuda. He won the Bermuda in November. So yeah, he is not Hubbard. <laughs> Gay has a little more. PGA Tour equity than home. Wait, wait, wait. So, hold on a second. Hold on. Let's... You're saying... Oh, hmm. <laughs> They're both on your team. Continue. I get it. Okay, so, I mean, like... Yeah, I don't know. Hubbard hasn't ever missed the cut here. Gay missed the cut last year. So, that already makes him better. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, we got... God, this, like, this team just doesn't get much better here. I'm sorry. But... Um, at 6,300, I'm going Peter Malnati, just because I like the guy. Sure. He doesn't really do anything in any of the stats. He has, doesn't have great history. He missed the cut last week. But again, this seems like a Malnati course. Like, when the field gets shitty, Malnati seems to do all right. Uh, now we're going to start to hit my big hitters here. You guys ready for it? Yes, sir. At, at 6,900, Luke List. The legend, Luke List. Um... Again, I'm not exactly sure what he does well, but he makes some birdies. He hits approach shots. <laughs> he's played them? well. Yeah, he's he hits them. He he's doesn't played, WD. <laughs> he doesn't WD. He's played well in Texas. Like he's made cuts in Texas before. He has a T61 at the Byron Nelson, which is like the barometer for goodness. So Luke List, there we go. He's a good putter too. Like he he does a lot of stuff well. So. Then we're moving up. Now we're going to get – this is – I've named four guys. Not one of them have been above seven grand. And now we are finally getting to the yeah, meeting of my line or something. Yeah. No. God, I wish. Um, At 7,200, we've got Harry Higgs boson, which – Also a top five. Yes, last week. also Top five last week. And you know what? Like, Good I just him. like That's this guy. Awesome. I just yeah. like this guy. This guy is just – like, I hated every part of my lineup so far, and I'm like, you know what? At least I'm going to be able to, like, smile when I see Harry Higgs buzz sure. on my team there. So, I'll deal with his, it. And his then brother. I really wish I had. So, his brother made the I think I needed $200 more, maybe $100 more, and, and then I could have gone all the way up to Morikawa. Paul's in that story. couldn't do it, so I had to settle for Patrick Reed. Who's a Texas boy at 10,300? I did not even want to go up this high. I just, like, the nope. guys that I went super down low for, I actually liked more than any of the guys that I could have done by just going middle of the field. Like, nobody that I saw in the 7,000 was like, oh, yeah, this is a much better play than Mark Hubbard. It's like, no, this guy still sucks. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, Rhino. I dig it. All right. Uh,. Yeah, even blend. Very Cito-esque here, but we got a good thing going. Uh, really no rhyme or reason here. I just want ball strikers. Uh, kicking things off at 6,200. Guy that I think Paul used a couple weeks ago. He's on a nice little run. Vincent Whaley. Uh, I didn't see him. I should have. Uh. Yeah, so 6,200 seems pretty cheap, and he's, I think, his last three tournaments, he's made the cut and been top 30, so... Paul, is um, he related to Susie, do we know? Former president of the PGA of America? I don't think so. She had a lot of uh, screen time last yeah. week. Well, Lindsay. Is there a Lindsay Whaley? Whalen. Oh, yeah, close. Okay, never mind. Moving on. Tom Whaley. <laughs> okay, anyways. Uh, go, if you, I want to say, did we cover this last year or maybe very early this year? This guy's a great putter. Even statistically, he is a fucking very mediocre putter this year. But uh, Moose at one point. 
we thought Patrick Rogers was the real deal. Uh, he's only 6,700, so I'm going to give that a shot here. Um, he was T14 last year, so I, I don't know. I don't really have a good rhyme reason on that one. The next one is is interesting because this guy does not make a lot of cuts. Um, but I'm starting to kind of like see a pattern and a trend. I think that he traditional tight golf courses that require strategery uh, might kind of be his vibe. So Mav McNeely at 6,900. Like, you know, I missed the cut last week, but that's not – Kiwa wasn't his vibe, but, you know, he was T4 at RBC. So, like, that's more – of the colonial vibe, I think, than Kiowa. So I'm going to give that well, a shot. And and he ha- he, he's got to have some sort of Texas roots too, with a name like Mav too. Maverick, right? No, Ma- no Texas roots. I think he's like a Stanford kind of. Oh, he is beach. a California boy. He's the richest guy on tour. <laughs> so um, wait, wait, more than Uline? Oh, fuck yeah! Why? Wait, wait, what's what's he do? Uh so Sun Uline, Wally Uline was a Kushnet Titleist, and. Mav's dad was God. This is, this is why we need tractor. It's not. Um, I thought it was like Sun Microsystems. There you go. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Okay. So, is Mister McNeely a billionaire? Like old man? I don't know. Oh, Again, tra- th- these are the Scott things that we G. need McNeely. tractor for. Scott G. McNeely's net worth is a billion dollars. There you go. We don't need you fucking tractor. We got Google. <laughs> Fuck you, tractor. Google doesn't text me with three minutes before the pod. And say, I'm out tonight. Sorry. I'm out tonight. Sorry. Just pathetic. Oh, uh, remember Can't Hardly Wait? Yes. That movie? Jennifer Love Hewitt. One of the best movies ever. Trip McNeely. Yeah, that's a really underrated movie. I feel like I'd watch it tomorrow. It was almost like a poor man's American pie. But it was American Pie before American Pie, wasn't it? It I had a much better soundtrack. Close. Actually, they both had solid soundtracks. But Paul, how about our wild here? Wow, what a run here. One um, of my favorite lines from a movie of all time, and I don't even remember the character's name. He's like, I'm writing a book, like a screenplay. It's about vampires, ostensibly. But really, it's about the reunification of Germany. From, Amer- from uh, Can't Hardly Wait. Can't tell you the scene. Or that's the character. That's a, real, that's a great pull. I was going to go more with, like, Seth Green being called Special K. <laughs> oh, yeah, because of the tranquilizer, or the horse tranquilizer. All I will say and is we've still managed to go completely off the rails even without Tractor. Oh, it's even oh, more so. Yeah, it's even more so. But, yeah. be, we're, you know, this is all in celebration of Phil. Exactly. This is this is good times. Every Better extra day. minute, I mean, every extra minute our listeners get to enjoy is thanks to Phil. You know, one That's, of the hard parts, though, like as as a man, you know, like approaching forty, and um, hopefully I'm on this earth long enough to like approach fifty. But you know, like Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson, you know, like, fantastic job. Both of them like have kind of basically achieved the pinnacle of their craft. Um, but the, kind of the, the core concept and what they have preached in terms of if you want to get to this level at this age is like a ton of fucking work. Yeah. Right. And, and like a lot of work and that sucks. <laughs> because nobody really wants to do that much work. Sorry. I thought my cast cut out there. No, you're good. We're good. Okay. Moving on. So we got through Matt McNeely. We're halfway through the lineup. Now I want to go ball strikers. I got Brennan Grace at 7,500. Seemed kind of cheap. He had an okay week. I mean, he had a really good week and then just kind of a shitty weekend. So. Um, three good rounds. He was T19 here last year. He's just a ball striker. So with that, I'm also going to go with a newbie here. I don't think he's played here, or at least in Fantasy National, and not within the last five years. Lee Westwood at 7,600. He played terrible on Sunday. So hopefully uh, that was just a blip on the radar, and he's ready to get back after it. Then a guy, so I, I had 8,100 to spend, and I was toying around with some ideas. And I, I like Matt Wallace at 8,200. I was thinking about maybe going there and then like redrafting somebody, but uh, dug a little deeper on Brian Harmon at 8,000. And he's on like a sneaky good run of like top 20s, not top fives, <laughs> not top 10s. a sneaky good run of a career. Let's be honest. Yeah, it is. It's truly, I mean, like, yeah. So he missed the cut last week, but like, I mean, like, he's so in the last five years, he's been T7 to T31 at Colonial. Like, he makes the cut every year, he makes a lot of cuts. Paul, like he he's got a great great life, man. You, Paul, guess guess what uh, Harmon's career earnings are? Ooh. I saw this here today. It's I like, want to guess. Isn't it like twenty million or something? Like yeah, that? It, oh. it's like nineteen point five million dollars. Yeah, I mean, it's thirteen. Wow, 
Jeez. He's won a couple times, maybe. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if he's going to win this week, but and, and I even saw eight thousand for Brian Harmon. I'm like, God, this seems kind of steep, but yeah, no, I like it. Like, this seems like a Brian Har- Harmon track, so right? Yeah, I like it. All right, that was all six, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, real quick before so, we get in, this is this is I really need to apologize because. My quote, the vampires and the reunification of Germany is not from Can't Hardly Wait. It's actually from Orange County. So there we go. That would make a little more sense, which I saw one time in the theaters and was kind of underwhelmed. Jack Black, Colin Hanks, or uh, yeah, Colin Hanks. Yeah, Colin Hanks. But they're kind of in the same realm. But anyways, yeah, so my bad. My bad, Beats. And Colin Hanks is a very underrated actor, by the way. All right, so oh, I, I kind of like same general strategy, but I had two guys, I my top two guys I really wanted, so I kind of just put them in first and then built around them to get to so I had enough money for those guys. Um, 6400 no reason other than I think he's better than what his price is, and that's uh, Rafa Cabrera Bayo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He did finish 21st at Byron a couple weeks ago, so... A little bit of form. I think he was 23rd here last year. Um, 6,600, going back to my early season horse, Big Mike Thompson. Um, he still has made a lot of cuts. So uh, Can we call him Magic Mike Thompson from now on? <laughs> Just sounds Call bad. him whatever you want. <laughs> Magic Mike Thompson. 6,900, we talked about him earlier. And 6,900 nonetheless. No, Thompson no this is the next this is Oh, the sorry, shit. <laughs> The drinks are. I'm actually trying to make like a pick every like 30 seconds as opposed to every one every five minutes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to and I'm trying to derail that. But go uh, on. 6900. We talked about him earlier. Maybe he'll be praying this week. Zach. Maybe he'll be inspired by Phil. Yes, Zach Johnson. He is actually. I look. No surprise. He hasn't played better here the last five years. But I think he's also playing better this year than he has the past. He was few. on a burner like cuts. Yeah. Him, was he? Yeah. Until so, we started to pick him in this fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, 7,200. I also have Moose's guy, Harry Higgs, just because I like him. I don't know what kind of stats he has. It seems like he gets the ball in the hole, putting-wise, short game. So, anyway, my top two guys that I really wanted, 7,900, gorilla wing some steaks this mm. week. <laughs> and then 8,000, I also have Brian Harmon. So, like Harmon and Grillo were kind of two guys. that I think Grillo still made the cut at the PGA, but he's been pretty darn consistent for about Three months now, and Harmon's kind of the same same way. So I'm feeling pretty good about my top two top two guys. And if get lucky with a few others, we'll be in good shape. Yeah, it, if there's anything I've learned with like a, a bit a little taste of success in this thing over the last month, you just got to get like five or six guys through. It doesn't matter if they're, oh, they're t fifty, yeah. but that's or so much easier. It's just like it's easier extra said points. It's so much easier said than done, though. That's just it. It's like right, I, no, I need to change right. something up this week. I mean, it's hard to get five or six through on a full fifty thousand. Right, right, right. But so anyway, moving on to one and done. Um, I again another top ten. So I think that's one, two, five or six. Four, yeah, you've been on six out of all. seven. So Abe answer backdoor T eight for me. Um, let's see, Rhino T thirty from Hovland Moose miscut from Thomas oh. Tractor T forty nine from Rory. So I'm at about five point one million. Rhino a little over two point four. Moose and Tractor one point seven ish, one point six ish. I can't. I still can't believe I have more than a million. I <sighs> I must have been. I don't think I've made more than a hundred thousand dollars since the players. Is that accurate, Paul? Uh, Ryan Palmer, hundred five thousand at the Valero. Okay, for you, but that was a T seventeen. Yeah, it, it's been so bad. It's better than like, Tractor. Well, <laughs> so and speaking of the only positive for you is since Tractor's not here, you get first dibs this week. Yeah, I get anybody. I Tractor's want, uh, getting whoever's left over. I, I put a whole lot of effort in my 43K, and I absolutely hate it, and I put absolutely zero effort in this. Um, Harry Higgs? Do I have answer? Yeah, I've got answer available, right? Yeah, you do. Yeah, I'll go there. All right, Rhino. Do you know? Do you guys want to hear my thought process? I just sure. went down DraftKings pricing, and I was like, use them, use them, use them, use them. Oh, haven't used them. Done. It's Abraham answer. That's that's what we're getting to at this point. It's just so don't fucking play answer because he's missing the cut. It's been the worst. Uh, Paul, your guy. He's won in Texas before. Uh, yeah, I gotta go with it. I'm gonna go Corey Bory Connors. 
He was solid again last week. He was mm-hmm. a t- he's a top ten, I think. Well, he's leading after day one. Um, kind of doing what most did, going through. Let's see. I'll go Justin Rose, actually. Ah, go enjoy that fucking ride. I don't like him, and it's like I've got a big lead. And yeah. I was looking at Sungjae, but the nice thing about Sungjae is he plays like every damn week. So yeah. I'd rather yeah. just save him for. I don't know if I like him as much this week. He started to pop last week towards the end, too, didn't he? Yeah, he, I, he uh, doubled 12 and 13. But, uh, yeah, I, I he was sneaky. That, that was kind of the funny thing about yesterday is there were guys that were three shots back with, like, seven to play. And I'm like, if one of them plays the seven holes of their life and posts six or seven, they got a chance. Nobody even came close. Well, you know, actually – now that you mention it, remember uh, I posted something about like, hey, uh, who's this more insulting for? Like, uh, oh, Streelman or Phil or Streelman? Because Phil had like a two-stroke lead and he was not the favorite in the betting odds, and then Streelman had the same. Like, but then you're like, oh, throw a little money on uh, Cantlay. I'm like looking at. It. So I go in and I refresh the page, and this was at twenty hundred. Cantlay was at twenty nine hundred. 2,800 plus 2,800, but he was, I think, three, minus three, and Phil was maybe minus, I think it was minus eight at the time. But I was like, oh, okay. Well, I refreshed the page, and he showed up at plus 4,000. So I'm like, oh, yes, I'm definitely throwing two. It was $2 to win 80 bucks, and that could have easily happened yesterday, I felt like. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it just felt like it was going to be such a bloodbath between those two on the front that somebody else would just kind of sneak on by the carnage and post the number, and that if, that would be good enough. But yeah, if they could have just posted it, a number for people to watch with three holes to go. Right, right. It, yeah, right. I mean, even excluding that second, because who would Louie play with? Don't know. I I, that's, ex- that's so funny. I had the exact conversation with another developer today. We were just talking about head-to-head bets, and I couldn't remember who Louie played with. Anybody? Paul? Come on, Paul. I'm trying to look at the scoring here and see who he was. Bazadenhut? No. That was pro- I think that's right, actually. You think he was up there that hard? Yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah, that could have been it. Uh, Streelman. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that makes that's sense. Right. That's Grace right. and Bazaden. There you go. All right. So, well, we can't really do NASA. Me and Moose got hosed last week because Sam Burns WD'd. <laughs> we had Connors, but we probably won a nine or two on Thursday because Connors was the leader, right? After one yeah. round, yeah, Thursday, yeah. And, you and guys had Burns, Neiman I don't Kokrak, think who both made the cut. So, yeah, and Neiman was top ten. Yeah, and Kokrak, I think was T thirteen going into Sunday. <sighs> yeah, I don't think Neiman was top but, ten. Now that I think of it, yeah. So we can maybe just skip this week, NASA, since we're sure. not. So we'll just go to next week, but we would have been in the 8,000s this week. We'll be in the 8,000s next week. And that concludes the most recent installment of Nice Shot Pods. On behalf of Tractor, the Rhino, Paul, and myself, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.